All right, let's go. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Dime a Dozen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a rarity. We're actually recording on a Saturday. We're running a few days late due to unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. But we're here. Here we are. This is this is us putting forth our best effort. It's in the middle of the day. You're supposed to have energy. We're doing it on the Sabbath. Yeah, having a conversation. It's all good. This, we're letting the spirit lead us on this one. There we go. It's going to be the best episode. For all my seculars, don't worry about it. Just <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> how you been? So, um, go ahead. No, I just said, how you been? Oh, amazing. Yeah? Listen. Weekend? I, I've um been prioritizing sleep mm. in in like the most aggressive way possible the last couple days maybe a little bit more than a week i think i missed a day here or there where i didn't get to but i'm talking about having important things to do and saying nope i'll just apologize to who needs to get apologized to this is either gonna get canceled or pushed back i'm going to sleep right and um yeah yeah, it's, it's making a huge huge difference so i think good for um, you it's also forcing me to like reevaluate and analyze my time management Mm -hmm. to try Mm -hmm. to get better at doing things in the morning or in the day not like don't leave them for like the end of the day right not slacking on things so that there is nothing to be rushing and scatterbrained about at 10 o'clock at night trying to finish because it's due next in the morning or, or whatever you know? right right i mean you're doing yourself a huge favor yeah you're only going to benefit from that so that's great yeah Good for you yeah so i wanted to ask you something um uh-huh what what are your thoughts on cellulite <laughs> just full stop Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with a question like that. Um, All right, one of my clients, it, the uh, a couple yeah. of days ago, um, just was was telling me um, that she had like something planned, an event planned at the beach or something in a couple months, and she wants to get rid of some cellulite. And my response was just like, why? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I, I mean, and, that's and, kind of that's kind of ahead. where my mind takes it. It's like, why is it even a thing? It's like, every, like, I don't know what the percentage is, but most women have it. It's common, right? Um, you have cellulite? Yeah, it's super common. Yeah. You have cellulite and you're thin. Yeah, that, that, and that's the thing. Like, there's no amount of weight loss or uh, that guarantees... You you can definitely change the appearance of cellulite without like surgical intervention, but there's no amount of weight loss that guarantees that the appearance will change. You could still have it and be thin. And I yeah, kind of told her women that. have like a different like we hold fat in our bodies in mm-hmm. different places than men do, right. and because it sits so close to the skin, you know, right. obviously fat is not super smooth. When you see fat, it's yeah, you know, dimpled and whatever, right. and that's what you're seeing through the skin. So I mean. 
I, I kind of felt bad because I know that that's a thing that women are constantly talking about and it's targeted yeah. in the media and For there's sure. like a whole marketing There's so behind. many products and this is right. going to take away all the cellulite and if you do this and if you, right. you know, eat but this But it's way, never yeah. bothered me. And I mean, I know that's not the point and I, I prefaced the conversation or my part of the conversation by saying, look, I know I'm just a random guy and... This is not but really about... do you about, think that you're in the minority? I don't know. I just told her, look, I've never in my life been like, you know, hey, that woman, that woman would be amazing looking had it not been for the cellulite. You know right. what I mean? Like, I, And I told her, it's kind of like stretch marks for, for me personally. Right. I just don't... That's not something that... I, I don't even think I notice half the... Like, you know what I mean? I don't care. Yeah. It's... It's not something that a lot of people can control. You have no control over that. So, I don't know. It's like having freckles to me. Like, you I know? think I think that you might feel that way, but that's not the majority of men how they feel. Really? I've had some. I've had some run-ins with men who have made me feel a way about my body, and I'm I'm not here saying no, 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 I have no, a well, perfect body. Uh, a way about your body is one thing, and I mean, because uh, and and not that any of it is okay. Because, but I'm just saying that's pretty general, right? So some guys might have hang-ups or preferences regarding I'm not even yeah well. weight or breast size or butt size or whatever that kind of thing. But like a, a guy, you've heard a man before talk about a woman's cellulite. No, I guess no. If we're just talking about cellulite, okay. I haven't personally. But it has to come from somewhere. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. society. You know, pushing this standard of beauty, they have yeah. to be pre- pretty much perfect. But yeah. people reinforce that. Not just yeah. men. Not just men. I, f- I don't know. The, I I just felt bad. She's a great client, and I like her a lot personally. Really nice person. Really really nice person. But I was just trying to, I guess, convince her, which is never a good thing because all of that stuff is like. Self image, it's uh, it yeah. all comes it's from internalized how you, yeah, from how you, your experiences. So like some random person telling you, like, who cares? It's probably either gonna make her feel worse or she or feels like she's wasting her time. So I was trying to thread the needle, you know, and 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 be receptive to what she was saying and saying, like, look, I understand, but like, yeah, in my personal opinion. It's yeah. really not no, a big I mean, deal. It, you know, I think it's a, a good deal. thing to hear that some of those things don't matter as much as we think it, they do. You know, I'm gonna take a let's take a poll. Let's take a poll on uh-huh. on uh, IG and oh yeah, we should do that. Um, see how many guys actually care, care? about cellulite. I just right, cool. I could be wrong on this. She said, and that's one of the things I told her. And she said I was wrong. I I just find it hard to believe that that's a deal breaker or something that most men would even care about if if even notice yeah like hey did you see that chick cellulite oh my god like what if i walked in on a conversation like that of guys i it would just i would be really confused honestly like i'm yeah but again that could just be me um but there are some good like there's a new wave of like instagram accounts and and people who are putting out, you know, body positivity mm-hmm. and showing like posed pictures versus what they really look in real life, right, like, you right, know, what they right. really look like in real life. 
right, right, um, right and I think right. that's important is because when you're bombarded with imagery of perfection and you set that to be you know what you need to look like yeah. you know it could be really dangerous for your self-esteem for your self-worth you know so you're with all the body positivity real um yeah for sure plus size models and I think that's great those people are brave inclusivity and, you know, yeah yeah, I think it's important um, because forever it's like we've gone through the waves of like what's hot and who's hot, and it was like thin girls for a long time. Uh, then it yeah. then it was like blondes forever, and mm. then it was uh, thick women. I think that's kind of where we're at now, like thick women. We're still in the thick era. Yeah, and that ushered, like, a whole new wave of um, body modification. That's probably not the way to term that. Body modification is, like, crazy piercings and... Uh, I could have just said that, cosmetic surgery. I think that surgery. falls under that, yeah, yeah. Does it? Um, but, yeah, like, butt implants and... Yeah. Insane butt implants and, you know, yeah. trying to get the hourglass shape. Um, the one thing I'll say about the, and I don't know if you may not agree with this, um, and a lot of people catch heat for saying things along these lines, um, but with the body positivity and inclusive models, people of all shapes and sizes and colors, I always feel like it's important to stress like the health of the model so right i mean i so, think so uh, but i, I yeah. but i think that more people need to understand that some individuals can be healthy you know fit work out eat right and still look a certain way that doesn't line up with what you know society standard is right so uh, there there's clearly a line though between being a bigger person who's healthy and and conscious of their personal lifestyle choices and yeah. someone who's not. I mean, to yeah. your point, you you can be skinny and be out and be unhealthy. Yeah, be not. Or yeah, you can of be, course. Or you can be whatever would be considered average. You know, but here's size the thing. And shape and be unhealthy, but it's just a matter of. I guess for a person who's somewhat in the healthcare industry and in the fitness industry now, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like, to me, it's just about, look, man, like, yeah, being active is important, too. Like, it's cool to be super comfortable with how you are and being comfortable in your skin. But it's also cool to, like, live a long life and not yeah. look, die if of the, diabetes if the folk, or have if the hypertension or, or whatever, you know, and be active. If and even focus, if you are active and you're still like bigger, cool. You're saying if the focus? Yeah, if the focus. And the um, thing is that also, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if the focus was health mm -hmm. and, you know, living a certain lifestyle for longevity, I think a lot of people, a lot more people would be in a better place than if, yeah. you know, than when the focus is just looking a certain true. way. True, 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 true. You know? True. We could all stand to be more healthy. We yeah, all have sure. a lot to learn in that department. So I think... 
and and it's a weird and I I, I could admit like it's a weird perspective to have in any in like almost any way you put it because I think bigger people and I know we said you could be unhealthy at all sizes but we'll focus on bigger people like bigger people unfortunately are picked on so like I I guess to go against my own point a little bit like if there's a plus size model and she posts a picture like there's no real way to know like that this person runs every day or hits the gym every day or eats I well guess, or whatever. But, you know what I mean? Right, and like yeah. when whenever you see a big person they get picked on automatically. Yeah, and, for sure. And, assume, and automatically you assume they're unhealthy. That they're not when healthy. That, when, you're right, when that may not be the case. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's so crazy is that people feel the need to comment on someone else's body or appearance. Yeah. Like as you if see, they know what's going on with Jonah Hill. Exactly. I sent you an article a couple weeks ago or a couple days yeah. ago. Yeah, he spoke out about being bullied by the media, um, you know, for his fluctuating weight and, you know, just being being the big guy. And, and kind of, you know, people expect guys, men to be to kind of laugh it off and not yeah. care about how they look, really. But I think they do. I think they hands down do. So it was good that he came So do forward. you think the average man, right, cares about their appearance in terms of like having a big stomach and having yeah, rolls. Yeah, I think so. You do? Yeah, I do. So why do I feel I like they, a lot of us don't? Yeah. Because men are trained to not bring up those things. Like you just don't talk about it. It's not something that you're going to get sympathy from your homeboy for. You know what I mean? Like a guy will never go to his guy friend and be like, yo, like I put on a lot of weight this year and I'm not feeling my best. And Man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You see? Yeah, Whereas, so, so you don't think that genuinely a lot of guys, and I'll say the majority, 51% plus, are like, yeah, well, I'm fat. Right. No, I think is. if there was an anonymous poll, mm-hmm. you know, asking if you cared or not, a lot more would. So then I why think, do we show out? Like, why do we go to the beach, bare our bodies, have beer bellies and still talk to the tens and the nines and the most attractive woman that, you know, there and have no shame? And that's not always the case. It's the case a lot, though. It's the case a lot know. that we're just like sloppy and we're like, all right, yeah, well, hey, how you doing? And still trying to pull <laughs> whoever we think is the baddest chick there. You know, like a lot of us don't. It feels yeah. like we just don't care. So I read something somewhere that was saying that men tend to think of themselves as a lot more attractive than they might <laughs> be, while women tend to discredit themselves a lot more mm. um, than men do. So maybe that plays into a little bit of what we're yeah, saying. I, sure. I think I think, um, I think think you're not wrong. I think a lot of men do. It does hurt them and they do care. And that's why, the, particularly where we live, that's why the gyms are always packed and health, you know, fitness is a billion dollar business. Industry. Um, however, societally, we just don't have the same pressure and that helps no. a lot. 
it helps a lot. Yeah, it makes like, it easier for men. That's that's a luxury the, the, we definitely don't have. And women. and that's another reason why, like, when you body shame male actors or male celebrities, it doesn't get the same like traction. Push it's that. not. Yeah, it's not like, hey, don't body shame Jonah Hill. It's like, no, nah, he can yeah. laugh it off. He's a comedian. He's he's a big mm. boy, you know. Mm-hmm. So we just don't have the same Sympathy. pressure, and there just isn't the same like energy around yeah. male and male and body issues, and just it's not the same pressure. So yeah. I think even when we do care. We probably don't care as much as a, a woman, you know? Look, because even to go back really to cosmetic bad. surgery, it mm-hmm. used to be something that it was like only for women. Like you're either getting your yeah. boobs or your butt done. But slowly yeah. but surely, men Kanye are entering lipo. that world. Kanye had lipo. Did he? Yeah. I, had, I didn't know that. That's random. Yeah, he. he I was said just it watching during... his Letterman interview. Is it recent? Um, it it could be older. It, it's in. I'm glad. It's in, I'm glad you said Letterman though, because that actually reminds me of the other thing I wanted to talk to you about: uh, reality uh-huh. stars. And mm-hmm. um, th- th- lately, a lot of you know we're kind of in the cancel culture season now. It's it's mm-hmm. been like a good year, two years of cancel culture. So now a lot of people are going to bat for. Um, these reality stars that were bullied back in the day. Um, And we talked a little bit about this earlier. And you you said that you felt that a lot of it went too far, Um, particularly Paris Hilton, the way she was treated in the media. Kim is a really good example, too, because the sex tape and just kind of like her overall, like, they don't have a talent. Why, you know, why are they Yeah, on why TV are they famous? Or, um, yeah, and that's I one mean, of the things me, we, we slightly me, disagreed on because you said you thought it went too far and I thought it didn't, but go ahead. Yeah, I just think to me there's no reason or justification to be mean to someone you have absolutely no idea about or no. Yeah. You know, people think and really internalize in their hearts that they know these celebrities just because hmm. these people you know, give parts, you know, parts of their lives to the public, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I just don't think at any point it's acceptable to go out of your way to judge someone and make them mm. feel a certain way when you just don't have any idea about their life or who they really are as a person. Like, you know, who, who are you to judge? Who am I to judge? It's just like, yeah, I think it did go too far. So think- you're talking about us as regular people or the media and media like late night hosts and those type of people because those those are the people that were really going in um, at all like levels to, I'm talking about fans I'm talking just in general. about okay. media yeah in general because you know Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. actually apologized I don't know if you heard this she actually apologized to Paris Hilton there was really? like a famous ex- not even an exchange but she was like either hosting something or presenting an award yeah. And Paris Hilton was in the crowd, and it, it, Paris Hilton went to jail at one point for something. Yeah, I think so. So I think I, I can't recall what. Th- for. This this was like before she was either going to jail or she had gone to jail, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't remember the exact joke. 
And Sarah Silverman says, uh, make sure not to break your teeth on the bars in jail. They're not penises, honey, or something like something like that. And, so outlandish. And the crowd like ate it up. But this was like peak. We hate reality stars. They're rich and famous for nothing. And she bullied her on a number of occasions. Hmm. So the reason I don't care and I never cared <laughs> is not that I think it's cool to bully anyone, but one, like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, Britney's a little bit different. That was kind of a different thing. That was like paparazzi yeah. being obsessed with her life. Um, but like particularly cele- uh, um, reality stars, right? Mm-hmm. And we can put an asterisk next to stars, but whatever. Like, they were all, they're playing these characters. They're pretending to be dumb. They're pretending to be ditzy. They're yeah. pretending to get into trouble. Like, they're, they're playing. And the crazy up. thing is that people can't see through that. They really think that they are getting to know these people instead of it being a persona, which is not anything new. But that's why I didn't feel bad when people made gave them a lot of shit, like or made a lot of fun of them or were even mean to them. Not, you know, not because it was like, look, you're cashing in on this persona and this Mm -hmm. persona is why people hate you. Right. Or the people give you a hard time because you're dumb and you're always getting into trouble and it's hijinks and whatever. And that's why they're being mean to you. I guess. And you're cashing the checks. So why should I feel bad for you? You know, like. Yeah, I mean, in Paris Hilton's case, she definitely dumbed herself down. She's not She's not a stupid individual. Not at all. Not even close. She's yeah. smart. She's not dumb at all. She's, Kim, she's smart. I don't know if she really dumbed herself down or if that's just really She did. Her. They all did. They yeah. all did. Um, Lionel Richie's daughter, Paris Hilton, like all of them pretended to be dumb. Mm-hmm. Even Jessica Simpson pretended to be dumb. Like, they're mm-hmm. all... Pl- like, and I'm not saying that they're all neuroscientists, but they right. were playing it up for the cameras. And a lot of it was completely fake. And so it's like, look, yeah, you know, that's why you, you people are giving you, you a hard time. Yeah, and that's why people are giving you a hard time. It is what it is. I think it's cool that Sarah Silverman apologized if those things really bothered her and hurt her feelings. Like, oh, it's cool that she apologized, but I really didn't feel like she had to. <laughs> she needed I to. I mean, especially, you know, comedians go hard in the paint, especially yeah. that kind of comedian. Like, she's... And it's part of pop culture. Like, it's yeah. kind of, you know, you're putting yourself out... I see what you're saying in terms of you're putting yourself out there for... You know that it's going to rile up, you know, certain people, you know, kind of in a negative way, but you take that and use it to your benefit. In other words, exactly. like, exactly. you know, no, you, they negative press in. is still good press. Exactly. They cashed in on the hate and the negative press. And 10 yeah. years later, they're kind of complaining about it. And I say they, but it's really personal. Are they complaining the, about it? Parasone, yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Parasone absolutely is. And she and that's fine. She has that right. But I'm just not going to feel bad because I, you know, I know you can't like, are you are you returning the checks? Like, (laughs) are you returning the millions you made off of that? But you know what? People love to hate on things like that. But you're still watching. How did they make all of that money if everyone hated it and saw right Right. through it? And it was so stupid. And because people watched it to hate people watched it to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So don't talk. Don't say anything. 
watch it because you're you're consuming this what they're putting out there. Yep. So. Yo, your boy, uh, your boy Cuomo is still in hot water. We I think were the last just episode, talking about him. Did we talk about him the last episode? Yeah, we were talking about the nursing home scandal and him falsifying. Yo, you, you, know. you, you, you know what's kind of crazy? Um, I don't know how I feel about this Me Too moment he's having being a bigger scandal than the nursing home scandal. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that. Yeah. I'm just not, and and I'm not, and I, and I I can say that with full confidence, without feeling like I'm diminishing someone who he may have sexually harassed. Like I think that's terrible, and he needs to be held responsible for that also. But I think being responsible for thousands of people dying is pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And you know, he, and you know how he had he certain... Yeah, yeah. He had certain powers given to him during this time to make decisions without going yeah. through like the full yeah. process. And yeah. it was only taken away from him after this Me Too moment that he was having. It wasn't taken away from him because of the the deaths. The I'm fi- not you know, 50% I'm not, of I'm deaths not, he not, hid. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. I, I got to hit up uh, one of my conspiracy theory buddies, but it wouldn't shock me if there's a conspiracy theory, and maybe we'll start it here. Maybe we'll be the first ones to start this conspiracy theory. <laughs> that he Me Too'd himself <laughs> to take the heat off, mm. off the bodies. Wow. This man caught thousands of bodies. We talked about it for two days. And now it's like all the Me Too stuff, women coming forward, coming out the woodworks. And again, I got to be clear, like, terrible, right? Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sexually harass people. Don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Like, yeah, all of it. Yeah, I get that. Great. I don't know if he did it. Yeah, maybe he did. Investigate it. Great. He needs to get in trouble for that. Great. Cool. Let's do it. But this man caught bodies and bodies and bodies and then mm-hmm. hit it, <laughs> hid the numbers. <laughs> he might need to go to prison for this. Like, yeah, it it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like what you were talking about the last time about how this Dr. Seuss thing has been in the media for like a full week, right? Um, and we're we've literally bombed another country, and we don't see that. It's, or talk it, about we're, it or hear we're, about we're, it. We're always looking at the wrong thing, man. Yeah. We're always looking at the wrong thing. It's like they hit you with the okey-doke and the distraction. And then it's like Dr. Seuss gets more more um, press coverage than bombing Syria, you know? Yeah. Or, or the fact that, you know, Biden at work... Here we go crowbarring uh, politics <laughs> into like we went from cellulite to <laughs> to Syria and bombing and Biden. But anyways, um, yeah, Biden on the campaign trail, another lie on the campaign trail, promised he was going to punish Saudi Arabia for uh, killing Khashoggi. Remember that? He was a, yeah. a journalist for the Washington Post, right? Right. A U.S. resident, a journalist. Went over there, they chopped this man up, brought him out in bags, right? We're going to punish them. We're going to punish them. We're going to make them a pariah. That's what he said. We're going to make them a pariah. They've been getting away with this too long. They release 
they released the uh, documents that confirmed that those orders came all the way from the top and then said they're not going to do anything. So we're not going to we're not really going to sanction MBS, right, who's pretty much the de facto leader of the country even though he gave the order to kill a US journalist. So it's kind of like another campaign lie. We're not talking yeah. no one's really talking about that. We're talking right. about canceling Dr. Seuss and Cuomo's uh, you know touching women. Again, I got to say, right? Terrible, but whatever. Like yeah. Like, come on, man. It's crazy. And I know you said that, like, on the Dr. Seuss stuff, you were okay with it. And that you felt... Yeah. I'm not going to be mad at it. And I think that every... Like I said before, every every step in the right direction is progress. Right. So, you know, I'm not going to... But, but I can definitely see what you're saying. You know, there's a priority... <laughs> You know, no, no, no. We're, we're don't really try not to getting. agree with me now. Don't try to agree with me now. We came you were to an agreement with me before. I hate we you. We came bro. to an agreement. You're so reasonable. I hate you, bro. <laughs> You're so flexible. I don't like that. I don't like that, man. You're too flexible. Yeah. Does Andrew walk in the room sometimes ready to fight and you're like, yeah, I can do that? And he's like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> No, it's usually the opposite. I'm the one that's like ready to fight, and he's like, really? "No, no, no, that's that's, that's not gonna happen." <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so I guess uh, my my point with the Dr. Seuss stuff, I don't care, man. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. I really don't care. I feel the same way about the statues. It's kind of like, so I actually did look into it. The the things in the books that are being. Um, taken out of circulation they they are kind of problematic yeah so i'm okay with it being canceled whatever we'll, we'll use the term yeah, right I'm, even though i'm for it I'm however for it. Cancel it. if you didn't cancel it i wouldn't have cared if you didn't cancel it and you said but we're gonna do actual prison reform we're gonna get non-violent black and brown people who are locked up in jail for weed charges for 10, 15, 20 years. We're going to we're going to get, you know, people who are being pushed out of their communities and their communities are being gentrified and there's nothing they could do. You know, people who are being uh, taken advantage of cuz they're poor. Like if you get but like you're I saying just feel, like people aren't working on those things. Bro, we can't chew gum and walk at the same time in this society. Like Look at the news cycle. It's a direct reflection of the public consciousness. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, people are working on that. But how much more effective would their work be if the media highlighted those problems and gave those people that are that have been working on these issues for 20, 30 years? You're right. People dedicate their lives to different issues. But if the media wasn't stuck on the crumbs, right? You're giving me Dr. Seuss and taking away, you know, Mark Twain and Huck Finn. I get it. <laughs> like, I feel you. I get it. But if you put that same energy behind some real shit, like, we could actually make pro like real progress. Yeah. We could actually have health care. Right. I mean, we could actually increase the minimum wage if you put the same pressure that you put on the publisher of Dr. Seuss to retract those books on your government officials. Yeah. And the media, 
you know, became the mouthpiece of the people, which is what it should be, right? It should be what we want yeah, to see, what we need to hear. Well, I mean, whatever. But That's, it's just, it's the same thing as, like, when Black Lives Matter was in its, you know, you know, its most, uh, whatever, when it was, you know, coming up and companies were, you know, quick to put the black square on Instagram, quick to right. make, you know, these campaigns about right, right, black right, owned right. companies and, you know, all this stuff. And then that fades and people don't really care anymore. Okay, we can go back to normal. Everything's good, guys. You know? Um, that's just, it's hard to make people care about things. Um, and that's I, I disagree. I disagree. I don't. I don't think it's hard because right now we care about the Dr. Seuss. We've been talking about it for four days on the news. Yeah, but it's interesting. People like to fight about that certain shit, things that like that, but they don't want to get to the core. That's that's culture war stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and that it, it's it's a distraction. And I feel like we need to put that same energy behind things that are going to materially affect yeah. people's lives in a positive way like we need to put that same energy like it's it, i think it's newsworthy right he's yeah. a prolific writer who's like an icon and i think it's newsworthy but it should have been maybe like one day you know and then we yeah, move it was on like to the full week it's like yo okay great but this is not gonna pulling those books you know, I guess this is kind of where we disagreed because you were saying every little counts. And I, I I, say yes to that. Every little bit does count. But pulling those books, I mean, on a scale... It's just if not I a give priority you, is what it's, you're it saying. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I yeah. can give you 10 other things that are way more pressing and way more serious and affect so way think, more lives. Do you think that this serves as a distraction in terms of like what the media is trying to you know, have us focus on versus yeah. what they don't really yeah, want us to yeah. think about much? Yeah, yes, because it's not about really what they want or don't want us to think about most of the time. There is some of that, right? Like corporate media does definitely have an agenda and a bias and whatever. There's some of that, but really the crux of it, the baseline, every decision they make at the end of the day is filtered through the lens of profitability and it's more profitable to like to get us talking about culture war things cancel culture race you know whatever and not focused on practical actual applicable solutions policy and, yeah. po exactly policy change and things that you can actually do and you know yeah. and getting involved and so like you know it's more clickbait to be, oh they canceled dr seuss what yeah, oh my god yeah. and then people are getting oh but it's you know you, you got to think of the times and it was different and you know and the perception at the time and yeah and, and, and like, we get caught wow. up in that you know and so it's kind of like yeah I, I i get it whatever you want to cancel it great i'm okay with that you don't want to cancel it yo, let's do, like, real actual prison reform. Not, mm -hmm. you know, like, for real, for real. You know, like, let's, let's the tackle... The powers that be don't want that to happen. I guess not. But so. I think this is a good jumping-off point to say goodbye. All right, well... That's a wrap. I'm going to put on the Instagram the poll right now to see how many of you men really care about cellulite. And how long, I'm going to ask... Do, hmm? Uh-huh, go ahead. 
And I was thinking to ask if, you know, if if men do really do care about body image, but don't express it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interesting. Um, yeah. I'll be curious to see what people say. Um, so. But listen, yeah, man. Um, love yourselves, okay? Try your best. Love yourselves. I know it's hard. We're bombarded. Our minds... Mm-hmm. And our images of ourselves are constantly under attack since we were kids, right? Yeah. Since you're a kid, you're being told you're ugly, your nose is this, your eyes are that, your teeth is this, your waist is this. We're bombarded, but it's important to love yourself and be comfortable. And it's a journey and it takes a lot of self-work and stay away from toxic people who make you feel like shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're that toxic person that makes yourself feel bad, you know, you got to develop. I think you were right. saying that you you do a lot of positive self-talk now. Yeah, I've been trying to implement um, like literal positive self-talk, like talking to myself and saying statements like, I'm rich, I'm strong, hmm. I'm ready, I'm capable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm do out. Do you feel better after? Yeah, it it actually does make a difference. And you see your day kind of going in that direction versus if you're constantly nagging at yourself for something that you, you know, you're not going to get this. You're going to be more motivated when you're speaking to yourself in a positive way. Yeah. So, yeah, try it. I will. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.